Danielle, thank you so much for hopping on and uh, taking the time to chat with us. This, uh, this, this is going to be really a lot of fun. I'm excited to get, get a chance to like, kind of get to know you a little bit better. Of course. Yeah. I've heard a lot about you. You've been around music for a minute and John, yeah. About, yeah, about a minute, about a minute. Uh, I hope, I hope you've heard at least some good things about me, not just a bunch of negative things. Of course. I wouldn't have said that if they weren't good things. <laughs> okay. That's good. That's good. Uh, you've been to the CrossFit Games twice. You had a 15th place finish and what ended up being a 10th place finish after uh, uh, Anna Fragau's uh, doping in 2019. Um, although I'm, it didn't feel like a 10th place finish because you got you got cut before you got to 10th place. So you, it felt right. like an 11th place finish. Still feels like an 11th place finish, but I'll take the 10th. I'll take the 10th. I could see it on your face. I said 10th place finish and you were like, wait a second, was it? Oh, wait, yeah, it was. Like I said, I'm like, oh yeah, okay, cool. Because I think I just got noticed through an email. So that's fantastic. That's that's fantastic. Uh you also got a chance to be on the demo team in person at the ranch last year for the games. How was that? That was an awesome experience. Especially I haven't really been around a lot of like CrossFit people and even other athletes just because I haven't done many competitions um, and I never met Dave. And then, you know, I've always heard about the ranch, but I'm such a like newer person in the sport. So being able to go there was just like an experience not a lot of people get. So it was it was really cool. Tell me about that idea that you're a newer athlete in the sport, because in terms of time wise, you kind of are right. But in terms of performance. Right. I think just because I haven't had much experience competing in like really big competitions, even when I made regionals all those years, I never could go. So I never got like that experience at the higher level. You know, like I never knew where I ranked truly ranked truly against those athletes. I was like, okay, I made it. I feel like I'd do pretty good at these workouts, but like, who, who you know, I would never would know, never will know. Um, yeah, I mean, like, really, my biggest experiences are like the two games that I've been to, mayhem, and like that's it. Those are like my so biggest competitions. I think a lot of people may not know why you weren't able to compete at regionals. So just, just maybe maybe give people an idea of what that's all about. Uh, literally, uh, so I was a track and field scholarship athlete, and we had our like regular season and then postseason. I believe it was top fifty worldwide, like top fifty in the country would make NCAA's first round. And that was like post-season, post-collegiate season. And I would make top 50 for NCAAs, like, which is, you know, you would think, oh, cool, awesome. Except for the fact that that competition was literally the same weekend as California's regionals for CrossFit every single year. So. And what, what was your event? What was your event in track and field? Pole vault. And I, like, I love vault, but. I was also doing CrossFit on the side and I loved CrossFit so much more, but I was a paid scholarship athlete. Like I had to, I had to go to plays, even though I really wanted to go to regionals, but. So you know. I, I remember, so when I first started doing CrossFit, I, I ended up going to a couple different gyms, but one of the gyms that I joined was in Costa Mesa. It was CrossFit Balboa. It was owned by John Wellborn, who now runs Power Athlete. Like that's his thing. He had CrossFit football before that. 
And I remember asking him who he thought were the freakiest athletes on the face of the planet. Like just the, the pure, just freak athletes on the face of the planet. And he's no hesitation. The guy played in the NFL for 10 years. No hesitation, pole vaulters. Oh my gosh, yes. No hesitation. Yeah, because his whole thing was like, listen, you're taking an athlete, you're giving them this incredibly long implement, they're sprinting as fast as they possibly can and placing the end of it in like a cup the size of a glass, and then you have to vault your entire body using leverage all the way over the the tallest pole you can. And the way you described it blew my mind because I'd never thought about it that way before. Yeah. It's it's pretty freaking crazy. And like timing is everything. You know, people don't think like, oh, like if you don't drop the pole into like that little hole, like where does it go? That shit hits the hits the pole and rejects you back. Like it's scary. It scared me every time. (laughs) Like Yeah. No joke. Yeah, it is no joke. It is no joke. Pole vaulters are absurd in the level of fitness that they've got. Just like athleticism and just freak athleticism, I think, at at that level. And I remember, (laughs) what's that? Like mentally, you got to be some type of athlete to do that too. Right. Like, I mean, I'm sure now that you've like retired from pole vaulting, do you have any horror stories of what, of like what could go wrong? I mean, the worst, like, honestly, the worst thing is just, spiking the pole which sometimes as you go up you nick it just barely with your spike but you don't know it so that's a lot of times when poles break because you know they go again on that same pole and they're like one slight like crack in it and like it'll break I was very lucky I like broke I broke like one pole walked away with nothing just like fiberglass in your hands but I've seen I saw a guy like break his femur right in front of me down broke it I've seen like poles jab people's hands like when it goes flying and breaks and it like spears them um but luckily I walked away pretty good really good actually that is those are horror stories I don't know if I I I, maybe I shouldn't have asked (laughs) hey they're like oh my gosh yeah and I remember um because you qualified for regionals how many years in a row were you qualified for regionals like basically like three or four years in a row right yeah like I made the games what 2019 so like 18 17 16 maybe 15 I think 15 as well 15 16 17 yeah 15 16 17 18 because I remember in 2019 there was a there was like people were talking about you. There was a rumor. There was like this rumor. It was like, oh my God, there's this track and field athlete. She's coming out of California. She's made it to regionals, but never competed. She's like, she's like this crazy athletic. She's like really good in the NCAAs. Like she's top in the nation. I was like, what is going to happen? Like what's happening right now? I felt like I was getting ramped up for like a summer blockbuster movie or something. It was wild. Yeah. People thought I was like fake. (laughs) just like never shows up like who is she because every year like because I wouldn't accept or decline my invite probably like selfish of me but I would just like hope like I'm like maybe like I won't make NCAAs so I would just like not accept or decline and I'd get like Facebook messages of like the CrossFit staff and they're like here we are again Danielle like are you gonna accept or decline your invite like we're here again come on you know and I'm like can't go this year again you know 
So what was it like in 2019? I mean, obviously 2019 was a crazy year. The whole like format changed, but what was it like in 2019? Like you were probably gearing yourself up to compete. You're like, finally I can make it to regionals. And then you made it straight to the games, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes. You know, graduated from college and I was like, this is my year. Like I'm stepping into the CrossFit scene. And then they said, oh, like top 20 in the world. And I was like, what the like I was like that's not happening I've never even competed at regionals I don't know how good I like I don't know how good I am you know and then I didn't even take like like the first workout that wall ball row one I just like did it casually with the class and I was like dang I did pretty good on it but like didn't record anything and I was like fuck like maybe I should like redo it redid it like you know how redo did not go great for me so I was like oh whatever but recorded it And then I think by the third workout, the owner of my gym was like, you should probably like take this seriously. He's like, you could actually like make it. And I was like, I was like, no, I'm not going to put any pressure on myself. And then I like squeaked in, you know? So I was like, whoa, my like three-year goal is here now, you know? Yeah, that has, that that's very reminiscent of Chandler Smith. You know, Chandler's like, his whole thing was like games 2022, and yeah. his first year, he almost made it, right? The first year in regionals, he was, like, just outside of the cut line. Yeah, exactly. Like, I was just like, oh, okay, whoa. So do you think it – did it help you to go directly to the games from the Open, or do you wish that you had that sort of, like, intermediary step? I, I feel like it helped because I just had no – absolutely no expectation. Eat, like – and then with the cuts that year, I was just like, all right, let's make it through the first cut, like small goals at a time, you know, but no one knew who I was like, you know, I could have been that girl that like showed up and like had been talked about and then I don't know, got like dead last, but I had no pressure on me. So it was so nice. So. And then how did you feel with the transition? Like you had some eyes on you after the 2019 games for sure going into the 2020 season, you had like an, you had, you kind of had a much clearer idea of what you needed to do to make it to the games. Right. Yeah. I like, it still was weird though, because I feel like the test of the games that year was so different, you know, like it was, I didn't get to even show a lot of my strengths just because of that back half of the weekend. Like that was where I probably would have done better like I did obviously I did good enough to get 10th place but I definitely think I could have like shown a lot more of like my abilities and how good I was and so I feel like people still weren't sure you know and then like they'd never seen me lift a heavy barbell or like do a real CrossFit Metcon um and then there was so much emphasis on like oh like this chick got you know she got 11th but should have got 10th so it was like more focus on that still So I was like, oh, there's no pressure on me still, you know, like first year of the games, it was a weird year, you know, like there's so, so many factors that. It sounds to me like you thrive under no pressure. Like if you can just go under the radar, you absolutely would. Yeah. And it's fine. I literally like, I'm like, whatever. I don't care. And honestly, like, that's how our I mean, that's how our group is in Vegas. You know, you look at Bethany and KP, like two very underrated athletes, and we all are just like, 
we're just like, whatever. Like we don't have any extra pressure. Like we're a really good group of girls that don't really get as much attention as like another group of girls would. So it works for us, like no pressure on us, you know? I'm glad that you brought up that crew because that is a crew of just monsters, like just heavy hitters. <laughs> it's it. What? How long have you guys been training together? I've been training with Carrie since like November, and then Bethany moved out here December January time. So, and a lot of people. I mean, it's it's strange to say it because I remember I ran into Bethany. I've known Bethany for a few years because we were near each other. I was in Austin, and she was just outside Austin, so I've known her forever. And uh, we ran into each other at the 2019 games and she was like, you know, my back is kind of bothering me. I don't know how I'm going to do. I'm just going to take it one event at a time. Yada, 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 top 10 finish. Like, come on, get out of here. Okay. So she's so underrated. It's, it's, it's super underrated, super underrated. And same thing for some strange reason is Carrie, who's like the best American female ever at this point so I finishes like what and so she's the fact that, come on yeah so the fact that you get to train with them on a regular basis probably puts a little bit of more pep in your step huh oh yeah I, I mean and it's so cool because we just have we're all very different athletes like very different and we all have like such different strengths um so we just and and we're not like a group of catty girls which I feel like can be very typical so we all push push each other and it's not it's never negative or like I'm not going to share my secrets with you or you know what I mean it never gets like that so it's cool because we're literally all getting that much better and granted I'm like yeah they are my competitors but I want to be you know like tell me your secrets I'll give you my secrets and we'll see who is best on the competition floor knowing all of that you know like, have you have you started warming up for like 26 hours before every workout the way Bethany does? Oh no no no. Homegirl is still I'm like no, not yet. <laughs> too much time. You know, she does her own thing. <laughs> if there's if there's anybody who's like more of like a repository of like awakening muscles and warming up like body parts, there's not there can't be. Bethany is the encyclopedia of those movements literally it's it's crazy and I'm like I'm like you spend so much time at the gym because sometimes she records these and I'm like when did you record these I didn't even see you do like you're spending an extra hour at the gym to record all of these like it's crazy yeah but. she they definitely get after I mean that that Vegas crew over the past five or six months or so has definitely gotten a lot of attention I feel like at least on my end I feel like I've been seeing you guys pop up constantly because of what each of the athletes have been doing yeah I just I definitely feel like underdogs like our like crew name is very accurate just when you put us up against like the proven crew now and like comp train like for some reason I just feel like they have so much more attention on them and ours is just still like it's like, eh, not, not talked about as much, but whatever. I mean, all three of you are competing at West Coast Classics next weekend, West Coast Classic next weekend. And you guys are, I mean, you guys, the, the three of you are the favorites to take the spots. 
so is there kind of like internal like all right i'll put in a little bit like 10 bucks on me to take this event 10 bucks on you to like maybe take me by like two seconds on this but i'm gonna beat you at the end of the weekend that sort of thing it's just like crazy because you know we've been practicing a lot of the workouts together some of them i it's just gonna be crazy because we're gonna push each other so much on those workouts because like a lot of them are like this could be any one of us you know like you know obviously like the snatch one like I would love to take that one and like obviously beat them but like so we know you know I'm like okay like hopefully Danielle wins that one but a lot of them were just like dude like this could be anyone's which is crazy so it's it's just gonna be a good time that we're gonna be pushing each other and probably not even worrying about like the competition we're going to be just so into competing with each other it's it's just gonna in a way you kind of get to recreate your daily experience because both those women are with you every single day and you get to kind of have that on the competition floor in your heats all at the same time yeah exactly and like i feel like yeah when even when we train together it's really intense like kp and bethany push it every day so on the competition floor it's just gonna be like that much more which is insane to me I'm like how can we even be more intense because training is so intense so are you not to jump forward like I don't want to like I'm not gonna wood I'm not making any sort of like you know jinxes here but if you were to make it back to Madison back to the CrossFit Games 30 in a row is there a feeling of like redemption like I'm gonna put my stamp on that 10th place or better finish without any sort of issues coming between you there or are you still kind of like you know what we'll play it by ear one event at a time and just take our wins where we can take them I mean I've made I I definitely want to no I want to like make a big statement at this year's games like you know I've moved to Vegas like I finally got a coach I've been training with Bethany and KP it's like it's finally time like I'm tired of like having weird years and like is Danielle good or not you know like I'm like let's just like get this going and like do it you know I just want to like, go for it it's finally time it's been so many years <laughs> yeah I like that it's time to make a statement I, I dig that I dig that a lot because in a way you know there the thing about CrossFit is because it changes every year little by little there is a there is a group of like people who can make the argument and say like oh you know what it didn't matter this year was different or this year it didn't really count but like you know when you do it a few years in a row you kind yeah. of put that to rest yeah exactly it was just yeah it's just weird with like the cuts and that and then like last year was online and it was just like uh like i do not thrive in online competitions so it was just How be nice how did you end up choosing to come out to Vegas to train with Carrie and Bethany? So we're Carrie and Bethany um, and me, we're all under lab management and with Cooper. And so for that games last year, since it was online, he was like, let's figure out a way to get you guys together. Even if you can't do the workouts together, like it'll be good to be around each other. And so Sacramento where I was living was just the best place to go because Carrie was in New York why would we go there and it was in Austin and like the weather and like elevation and all that so Sacramento has like no is at sea level so we were like let's go there 
And then we just met there and Cooper was like, yo, DB, like you should look into getting a coach, like watch Carrie and Justin and look how like they interact and see if you'd be interested in something like that. And it just, it was like perfect timing. You know, I was like, I really have nothing left in Sacramento for me. Like I'm not growing anymore as an athlete or a person. So I was like, I can just like, I can go anywhere I want with CrossFit as a career. So I visited Carrie and I was like, yo, like, let's just move. So I packed my stuff up and drove to Vegas. So I've seen, you know, to, just to not to sideline, cause our conversation, you know, it's us. Right. But, but to talk about Carrie for a second, I've seen Carrie grow as like a person, a brand, an athlete so much over the past year. It's incredible. Oh yeah. Even like, I mean, I don't know if I'd like to say this, but you know, like she's like, she was, when we first came, she, we talked about goals and, you know, we all had goals of like, I want to place this to the game. So I want to make the games. And Carrie was like, honestly, I just want to like have fun this year. Like, I don't even know if I'm going to like go to the games, you know? But then like, as soon as me and Bethany and we all started training, it was like a new Carrie. Like she was like, no, I'm rejuvenated. Like we're going for this, you know? And just like, I think she trained alone for so many years. So even as a person, just like being around people and actually training around people, she's like grown out of her shell a lot. You know, we all have. So, And the crew, the crew doesn't stop with just the three of you. You you have a couple other people that train with you guys that are, that are like pretty wild, like pretty good at what they do. They're okay. Yeah. 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 (laughs) and uh Matt Tola and Matt who am I forgetting that's like yeah that's like the solid the underdog crew and then we have like stray dogs come in and work out with us every now and then yeah yeah I I remember seeing uh Matt DeLugos show up on on Dave's Instagram as like the huge huge jack guy I think was how he like (laughs) He didn't even tag him in the post. He like just called him. He was like Daniel Braddon and Carrie Pierce and uh, Bethany Shadburn and this huge Jacks guy. And I was like, holy shit. That's like the biggest compliment possible. That was amazing. Uh, I know. Yeah. But yeah, they're, they're good. Yeah. They definitely, it's cool too, because they have such different strengths, you know? And so those, that's a perfect group of guys to push each other. So do you find the, um, do you find the environment? Cause a lot of people, when they think Vegas, they think the strip, but Vegas right. is a city outside of the strip, just like any other city is. So do you find the environment of Vegas hot? You know, it, it gets a little bit dry, especially the summers get really brutal. Uh, like, do you find that as like a positive training environment for you, both like the city, the environment and like the weather, or is that sort of, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, I mean, when we all moved here or I mean, I'm sure it happened to Carrie too, but when I moved here, I had like, I wasn't like sick, but I seriously, my body felt like shit. I couldn't breathe for like two weeks. Same thing. When like, when Bethany moved there, same thing, Matt and Tola, like when you come here, like the first two weeks, you're going to feel like garbage if you're not used to that. And like, you know, I came from Sacramento with like sea level and Vegas does have elevation and just like that dry heat is miserable to breathe in for the first like two weeks you know because you get here and you're just like all right like back to training like intense training it's not like you ease into it you know so it's definitely like it's an advantage because then anywhere else we go I'm sure it's going to feel 
amazing. And even for West Coast, it's such an advantage for us. Like it's going to wreck people. Like they're not going to know how to handle it. So yeah, that dry, that dry weather is going to really hurt some lungs when it comes to that run that you guys have to do. Oh my gosh. And just like recovery, like recovery is so different. Like, uh, do you, do, do you find the training side of having a coach like Justin Kotler? It's, I think a lot of people like, you know, if they hear the first name, they don't really know, but like having a, a coach like Justin Kotler, like having him as your coach, do you find yeah. the training side of it is what's been improved the most or actually having the group, the mental side of things, like the environment as the positivity, or is it just like structure to your training alone was a really big improvement? I do believe that like the structure alone has made a huge improvement because before, like I wasn't doing mono work. I wasn't doing skill work. It was just like Metcons all day for me, but like that alone I probably, I would have gotten better for sure, but I wouldn't be as fit or good as I am now without like Carrie and Bethany because Carrie is just like an amazing athlete. She pushes literally every day, pushes the intensity. And I believe like she probably did that alone, which is so hard to do. And I thought I could do that alone, but then coming with her, I was just like, holy shit. Like I am not pushing the intensity in these Metcons. So I just got, I got so much more fit like in a week training with her, like it was crazy. Um, so yeah, definitely the group and the environment, um, made me that much better, but you know, I probably would have gotten better with the structure, but not nearly as good as I am now. Yeah. It's kind of one of those like, uh, two plus two equals five situations. Like there's a little bit more than just the sum that that goes into it. Yeah. Do you, do you have two dogs? We have three dogs. So one Mine and then the two are my roommates, but I have them in after. So. Okay. What? What? Which? Did, do your dogs come to the gym? Do you take your dog to the gym? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes to the gym with me. Gym bro dogs are the best. Oh yeah, he needed to be a gym dog. Like you're gonna get used to this. I'm here all day. You're gonna be here all day. <laughs> yeah, it's like what's the other option? You leave your dog like in your house or in your apartment? Like no way. Like how could you? Have, why? Like, and it's just, it's not, he's really an emotional support animal for sure. <laughs> it's like that, that piece didn't go so well. Come here and just bury your face in the shoulder. Please help me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Danielle, it's been so nice talking to you. I'm excited to see what you do at the West Coast Classic. I'm pumped that it's actually going to be broadcast. We get to watch the competition. So that's going to be cool. And it's uh, in per- crazy. Yeah, it's huge. In person. In person for the first time in a long time. Yeah, yeah. Because the last in-person competition you did was Mayhem? That was January of night of 20. Yeah. Like, insane. Wow. And I, yeah. I, I'm stoked. I crushed Mayhem, so I'm like, let's go in person. Let's have, go. You watched, have you watched the other semifinals that happened? Did you watch, like, Mac or Granite Games? Yeah, yeah. Any thoughts? Let me just throw this out there. West Coast Classic, these events are no joke. Like, why are we getting put through the ringer? Let me tell you. (laughs) Like, this, me and Tola were like, damn, I thought I would never see this 6K ruck run again. And we were like, here it is in Vegas. 
in 150, 115 degrees. Yeah. Here we go. We're going to need some electrolytes. Dude, yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> did did any of the performances from the other weekends, like did, did Tia's performances or like Mal or, or Emma Carey's performance, did any of those performances stand out to you as like, wow, that's really cool, impressive? Or are you just kind of like, blinders i'm gonna make it i'm gonna make like my own shit happen and i don't really care how good the other girls are because i'm i'm this good i don't really care just because you know th- that was their events we didn't do those events every say every semi is so different like and i feel like the the spacing of the athletes is just like a little weird um i feel like it's very like top heavy and then after that it's just like meh but not in a mean way but like it's just interesting I don't know and it's just it's hard when you don't have everyone there so it's hard to compare or you know but I will say Mal that was pretty crazy like yeah. I feel everyone was kind of like okay who's this like little teen you know I was like she's probably like maybe she'll get eaten up in like in person nope <laughs> like didn't she killed it so yeah. that was crazy like yeah. I'm very upset if a how old is she? Seventeen? Eighteen? Mm-hmm. Seventeen year old beats me. I might have to take a moment. I <laughs> probably will need to take a moment. Because <laughs> that that's insane. These yeah, like, it is insane. Between <laughs> her and Emma, like they're both seventeen. Like, please don't beat me. <laughs> <laughs> Like, holy shit, you're a little girl. Yeah, I mean, uh, these little girls are super fucking fit, though. I don't know what else to say. We hope not, but whatever. Good for them. Yeah, exactly. Good for them. And uh, you know what? I, I imagine they have the same mindset. It's blinders across the board. Like, why would they? You know what I mean? They're just there to do what they do. And it's cool to see the comparison, I think exactly it's like we'll just wait to the games and even then like i'm like stay in your lane do your own thing whoever comes out on top they come out on top you know <laughs> that's a that's a that's a dope attitude now last question tell me about your blue hair oh uh yeah it was very uh on the whim thing which is typically what i do um i just like to do things out of the blue uh, literally and yeah, one of my friends did it. She pulled it off, and I was like, I think I can pull that off. So I was like, let's do it. I've had pink hair, like blue hair is dope. So why not? It's at, no one's going to miss you at, the, at any competition. That's for sure. And everyone complained that, like, in the 2019 games, they were like, you were just like another blonde haired, tan chick out there. And I'm like, I had tattoos. There's only like two chicks with tattoos. So I'm like, if you miss me, you, you can't miss me though. So. Yeah. If, if you miss, if they miss you at this point, they're just not looking. Or watching. <laughs> You're like. Right. Well, thank you so much, Danielle. Thanks for taking the time and uh, good luck at West coast and good luck at the games too. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you.